Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 597, Luxury or Essential, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. And I'm Dan, the guy who reads to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, and I've got another new author and website for you today. The site is CanIRetireYet.com, which was created by Darrow Kirkpatrick, who retired at age 50, So it's a bit different in that this one's written by someone a little bit older than our other bloggers and who has actually retired. And another author on the site is Chris Mamula, who retired at 41, recently actually, so we'll be hearing articles from him too in the future. And thanks to both of them for letting us narrate their content here. So with that, let's hear our first post from CanIRetireYet.com as we start optimizing your life. Luxury or Essential by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com It's safe to say that most of us in line to become financially independent or retire early do not lead lives of luxury. For example, I shave with bar soap, buy socks at Walmart, don't pay for cable, and still don't own a smartphone. I'm just a lifelong cheapskate who's been privileged to splurge in a few areas. Frugality is a necessary baseline for most who build wealth, But does this mean that luxuries are bad? And what exactly is a luxury anyway? Could it be different for different people? The dictionary tells us that a luxury is, quote, something inessential but conducive to pleasure and comfort, end quote. But that definition leaves quite a bit of room for interpretation. To be essential is to be close to the essence of something, inherent, almost a part of it. What is truly essential to human life? Well, water, food, clothing, shelter, companionship, It's a short list, and at least in the developed world, easily or freely obtained by most of us. Does that mean that everything else from bicycles to BMWs, from ginger spice to ice cream, from watches to iPhones, is a luxury? Perhaps. When it comes to evaluating an expense for the kind of frugal living that leads to financial independence, I think it's more useful to focus on the following three factors, rather than on whether something is a luxury or not by somebody else's standards. 1. What are its features in addition to its core function? 2. What is its value to you in relation to its cost? 3. What is its overall cost in relation to your living expenses? Take cars, for example. The core function of a vehicle is to transport you and some of your stuff from one place to another. 
onboard navigation systems, iPod integration, rear-view cameras, and 400 horsepower with paddle shifters really are supplementary to that goal. However, corporate marketing machines have been pretty effective at creating artificial functions for your vehicle, such as enhancing your self-image or rewarding you for having arrived. When we bought our Prius in 2007, we wound up with a touring model because it was already on the lot in the color we wanted, and the dealer was willing to negotiate aggressively on price. What made it a touring model? Alloy wheels with slightly larger, and harder to find and more expensive, tires, and a slightly larger rear spoiler. Utter foolishness, since discontinued by Toyota. I'm glad we didn't pay more for these luxuries, which turned out to be slight liabilities in this case. But we do love our Prius, primarily because it has been cheap, functional, trouble-free transportation. Take our 2006 camper van. If purchased new, we got ours used, of course, it would cost as much as a BMW 7 Series sedan. Is our camper van a luxury vehicle then? Maybe, maybe not. It's a lot slower, noisier, and harder to drive than a BMW sedan. We're somewhat less comfortable in it than we are in our full-sized house or even a hotel room. On the other hand, it's a lot more comfortable than camping in a tent or pop-up trailer. And by letting us cut lodging costs and prepare our own food on the road, it enables a mobile lifestyle and long, inexpensive vacations that have been steadily earning back the initial cost. Luxuries are fun. They make life more pleasurable and comfortable. In a world of infinite resources, time, and money, most of us would add all the luxuries we could on top of life's necessities. But alas, we only have so much money and so much time to learn, maintain, and play with our stuff. So for each purchase, we need to decide, is this truly valuable to me? And how do you know that? Ask yourself a few questions. How many hours do I have to work to afford this? How many hours will I use it? Will I still benefit from it a year from now? Is there a better way to spend my money? The primary luxury in my life for many years until it was stolen last summer was my mountain bike. I rode a near competition level model from a small trendy US bike manufacturer outfitted with top of the line components. Though I got a deal on it from a friend in the business, it retailed for what would be a generous month's pay for many. Outrageous to spend that much on a bicycle, right? Yet I never once regretted this luxury in my life. I could easily afford it in part because we own so few other luxuries and it gave me riding confidence on countless exciting backcountry adventures with my teenage son. When it was stolen, I was content enough to replace it with a recreational-level bike at less than one-third the cost because I no longer valued the luxury in that area of my life. That brings us to a final question for evaluating luxuries in your life. Can you afford it? The issue with luxuries isn't that they are inherently evil or inappropriate. The problem is when you develop habits to the point that expensive luxuries become necessities, or you want them in all areas of your life. Take the well-worn latte factor. It's hard to find a personal finance website without either an article or calculator showing you how much you could save toward retirement if you swore off expensive coffee drinks. Well, I have a confession. We like high-end coffee shops and bakeries. Sometimes, usually on vacation, we go to them. But we've never lived near one, so it's never been part of our daily routine. A few times a quarter, when we are traveling away from home, it's a fun splurge, and it's never enough money to be more than a blip on our monthly spending. We could probably even afford a latte a day if we wanted, but then that would start to crowd out other potential luxuries, and coffee just isn't that important to us. So when thinking about the expenses in your life, ask yourself these three questions. One, is this optional? If so, then it is to some extent a luxury, and you should give it a little more thought before spending. Two, 
Is this truly important to me? If it's something you value over almost anything else, then you should prioritize that expense, as long as you can answer this third question. Three, can I afford it? Is it less than a few percent of your monthly budget, or does it enable long-term quantifiable savings or quality of life? If so, go for it. Otherwise, don't go there. When you spend money, you choose consumption today over the lifetime of interest income you'd achieve from investing it instead. The total amount of money you spend on consumption plus the foregone interest earnings adds up to the real cost of spending. And this number is much higher than you might expect. That's because of compound interest. You just listened to the post titled Luxury or Essential by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. And thank you again to the guys at caniretireyet.com for their permission to uh, share their posts and definitely come by their site to show your support. They've got a lot of great info there, including roadmaps, blueprints, plenty of articles, and much more. And of course, I'll be bringing you more posts from them in the near future. So that's a wrap for today. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back with you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.